911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about when all hope is lost and talking about sex in a relationship. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I have an incredible friend who I was able to meet out of our police, fire, military, and families Facebook group. This is a man who I look up to, I look forward to having conversations with, and somebody who I enjoy the challenge of being able to banter back and forth whenever we get the opportunity. When you work as a coach, there's this fine line when certain topics come up that are of sensitive nature, where you have to ask yourself and blatantly ask the person that you're communicating with whether or not they're looking to have this discussion with you as a friend or if they want you to have this discussion in the context that you're approaching it as a coach. For the second time, this gentleman and I have had a similar conversation surrounding intimacy in his relationship, where I have put my coach hat on and set the friend hat to the side. Now, it takes a lot of courage to be able to talk to anybody about intimacy issues that you might have going on at home, because chances are, as you listen to this, the one person that you want to talk to about these intimacy issues is the very person that you for some reason cannot seem to cultivate this intimacy with. And here lies the issue of not being able to have that intimate conversation with the one person that you really want to have it with. So what do we do? Well, for some of us, we live in shame We live with these feelings of believing there's something wrong with us when we try to voice our opinions and concerns and we keep getting shot down time and time again. And for others, you seek out counsel. You ask for help. This particular man knows that this just so happens to be an area that I have a lot of experience and education in, that I work with a lot of clients in. And so he came to me asking for some guidance. Now, being that I'm not sharing the particulars of who this individual is, I have no problem sharing the context of the conversations so that you have a better understanding of how this might relate to you and what you might be able to do in order to move forward and actually do something about the problems that you yourself might be having when it comes to intimacy in your own life. He talks to me about how he can't even remember the last time that him and his wife had sex. He talks to me about how helpless and hopeless it feels every time he tries to bring up the conversation because all he gets slapped with in return is upset and argument. He talks about feeling like he's going down this negative spiral because no matter what he tries to do in terms of approaching this with different tactics, sensitivity, and anger, nothing seems to work. And it feels hopeless because for him... Having intimacy and connection and, and, and love and just the human nature and to be able to share with his partner in that way is his primary love language. It is a way that he feels loved, honored, and appreciated in his life. And because he's not getting that, it feels hopeless. It feels worthless. And it makes function of his everyday 
incredibly difficult because in the back of his mind, whether he's realizing it on a conscious or subconscious level, he's carrying this around with him. Have you ever sat there before next to your partner and you know that deep down inside of you, there's this boiling conversation and if only you could get the courage up to just spit those fucking words out of your mouth, but you know that it's probably just going to turn into the same negative night and you just don't want to deal with that. It's not even worth it. Maybe for you, you get that sense every time that you're with your spouse, every time that there could be a moment where you're sharing that intimacy together and instead maybe you're kicking back on the couch watching TV, playing on your phones, doing something mindless, something that really isn't meaningful and certainly isn't building a connection between the two of you. He got to this point to where he felt like there was nothing more that he could do. And I let him share all of, all of the details that he wanted to give to me, everything that I could hold in confidence for him, reassuring him that this conversation would be held in confidence. He goes on to tell me some of his fears. He's worried that if he keeps pressing the issue that someday she might just decide to leave him and say it's not, it's not worth it to have to deal with this too. Could you imagine in a life where we have to deal with things like political campaigns that never seem to end and COVID and lockdowns and rearranging of our entire life than to add on the stress of somebody at home always trying to nag you about not getting sex? Who wants to deal with that, right? I get it. But in my mind, as he's talking to me, the first thing that comes up is that she's challenging him. As women, we do this funny thing with men and we test you constantly, whether you realize that we're doing it and whether we realize that we're doing it, we are constantly testing you because on a primal level, all we want is the basic needs, right? And when it comes to procreation, we want to make sure that as we're testing the men in our lives, the man in our lives, that they're able to hold up to the capabilities and abilities of not only procreating, but also to raise, take care of, and provide security and safety for the family. So as he's going through all of these different problems, the things he's experiencing, what she's doing, what she's not doing, what he's trying to do, I couldn't help but to pick up on the fact that she's challenging him. She's testing him. And when these tests go on for too long and they're failed time and time again, it starts to create this pattern and we don't even realize it in our relationships when so So long has gone by that now years have passed and that intimacy seems non-existent. So I recommended two books to him and I asked him to do me the favor of communicating with me and letting me know what his thoughts are on these two particular books. He heeded my advice instantly and after an hour, he came back to me with questions and a little bit more understanding of what was going on with him. And I reassured him that what he was doing was gathering information. It was okay to be exploring this realm, even though it might have felt like he was going against his spouse, because of course he didn't tell his spouse that he was asking for guidance and then going further and doing some research on his own. After communicating, he decided that when you're, you're sitting there on that couch and that boiling conversation that you want to start having finally got too heavy for him, it started to feel too hot, he couldn't hold it himself anymore, he blurted it out. 
and he decided to come face to face with his wife and to have that difficult conversation with her. That difficult conversation lasted hours. It was treacherous. It was to the point to where the divorce word was even tossed around. There was so much emotion and feelings on both sides that have been bottled up for such a long time because this difficult conversation didn't take place. There were tears and upset. And the very next day, when I talked to him, he didn't even know if his wife was going to come home from work that night. And at the end of that conversation, he said, I feel like there was something opening. Something else happened. This was different than all the other times that we finally we sat down and had a conversation like this. And the craziest thing happened. That test I told you that women like to give men. She tells him she's afraid of him always being so needy and always needing her to rely on. All that she wants is a weekend away for herself. (laughs) He messaged me a little while after that, telling me that, believe it or not, my wife of 35 years said that she wanted a Brazilian wax. (laughs) He said it made him nervous because she's never expressed the desire to want to have something like that done before. And I told him it's because she's feeling like a woman. You're doing something. There's shifting taking place that's making her feel like a woman. And I know we've talked about this a few episodes ago, but having such a pattern interrupt, like the conversation that he brought forward into the household, into the relationship, brought so much emotion and truth to the surface that now those truths are starting to take place in the form of action. He heeded his wife's suggestion. He booked her a room and a flight on his own. Could you imagine how sexy she felt knowing that she voiced what she wanted to the man that she loves the most? He went out with no questions asked. He booked the flight in the hotel for her. He told her he supports her in doing it. And then she decided to go do something to make herself feel more sexy. And this hasn't taken place in so long. And it all started by having that difficult conversation. And I know it's easier said than done to have those difficult conversations. I've recommended to so many clients to make sure that they get clear with themselves before they try to be explanatory to their spouse because a lot of the times when we get caught up in the heat of emotion, it's difficult to convey exactly how we feel. There are many times when I myself, or at the suggestion of me to my clients, have sat in front of my spouse with a physical list of the things that I wanted to make sure that I touched on. In doing that, The context of the beginning of that conversation usually goes something like, baby, listen, I want to have a really difficult conversation with you right now. It's one that I don't like having, but I know it's one that I think we both need. And then you ask their permission. Baby, is it okay for us to have this conversation right now? Is it okay for us to have this conversation where we both understand that there's no expectations on the back end and that we're simply gathering and sharing information because I love you? And that's what we're supposed to do in order to continue to cultivate, grow, and enjoy us. And when we frame the conversation that way to where we don't want to create an argument, 
We're simply presenting information. And even if you are to pull out a physical list, which I have done many times, and you explain, baby, listen, I, I wrote this all down on a list because I want to be honest with you. There are things that I wanted to make sure that I didn't forget when I brought this important conversation to you. Is it okay if I refer to this list as I'm talking to you? What do you think they're going to tell you? They're going to give you permission. And that's already taking some of the weight and the pressure off of you and off of the conversation because you're able to be candid about it. And certainly the other person might have come unprepared But you bringing up whatever these points are, I can guarantee you they are talking points that are going to elicit a response from the person that you are having the conversation with. If you yourself have been stuck in a relationship to where you feel like there is no longer the connection there, I want to encourage you and tell you that there is nothing wrong with you for feeling that way. I want to encourage you and tell you that you deserve to have your physical and emotional needs met. You are not doing anything wrong by feeling the way that you are, by making yourself that list, and by having this conversation. On the very rare chance, you try to pose this conversation to the person in your life that's supposed to mean the most, and they reject the conversation altogether, send me a message. Reach out to me on Facebook at ashleywalton.com. And together we can navigate a way to graciously approach the dynamics of somebody who is not willing to put forth the effort that you're trying to put forward. Nobody wants to not be in their relationship anymore. Nobody wants to take all of the time, money, energy, love, experiences, everything that we've invested within our relationships and just throw it all away. A really good friend of mine told me that you have to earn your divorce And if ever that's a word that comes up in conversation or if it comes up more frequently for you now, I want you to think on that. Have you earned your divorce? And know that no matter how difficult it is, you are not alone. If you have gotten any value out of today's episode, please drop a review down below and subscribe. And know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.